Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey mama, welcome back to Mama's Mission. I have an oh so thrilling episode today. Can you hear the sarcasm dripping? It's talking about meal prepping or meal planning, whichever you'd like to call it. And I have done this for... Oh, I don't know, maybe over 10 years, most of our married life actually, so mm, nearing 15 years actually, wait, 14, (laughs) anyway, the reason I meal plan is one, because I'm a bit of a geek and I do like my planning, so I will 100% admit that, but second of all, it's because I hate food shopping with a passion, I absolutely hate the food the supermarket. I don't know what it is. I just really do not enjoy going into the supermarket at all. So to minimize the amount of times I have to go in, I meal plan and we meal plan for a fortnight. So by bi weekly, two weeks, and that just makes life a lot easier. We're paid monthly, but I don't think my fridge or freezer is big enough to shop monthly. Although in a perfect world, if I could do that, I would. So I'm going to give you a few tips and tricks on how I meal plan. It's nothing outrageous or anything. And I hope that you can pick up something along the way. The reason I really want to talk about meal planning is because It frees up my time at the end of the day. So if I already know what I'm going to be making for dinner, particularly dinner, and that's when we can get ourselves sorted and hopefully, fingers crossed, have a little bit of time left over because I've pre-planned to be a little bit more intentional with our daughter and discipling her. So I really want to give you a few tips and tricks on how I run the house in a way just to make it go a little bit smoother it doesn't mean that it's always going to pan out like that but you know a lot of the times it is easier so I hope that you get something out of it the first thing you need to do if you are going to embark on the journey of meal planning is you need to get a notebook let's be real the cuter the better but all I have is a notebook and I have got a cool cover for it that says Kai Kai time so Kai is food and moldy and it's got lines it's pretty basic <laughs> but that's all I'm wanting I wanted something with lines and what I do is I on one side of the notebook is my shopping list so for all the items that I need to buy and on the other side directly opposite I've written down the dates for when I'm or the days for when I'm shopping and I just write down dinners I only prep for dinners a lot of people might prep for breakfast and lunch as well that's just far too overwhelming for me and I'm a creature of habit so most of the time I had the same thing for breakfast 
cereal. I just keep it quite basic for our daughter as well. And lunches, she's actually pretty blessed because her school lunch is provided. So I don't really have to think about that. And I just make sure I have like bread in the fridge for sandwiches and things like that. And my husband will throw a few ideas at me on things he'd like for his lunches because he is really awesome and he takes his lunch from home to save us money. Plus, it does help that he works like half an hour away from the nearest food place. So he can't really buy his lunch very conveniently. So the first thing, get a notebook and the cuter the better. The next thing is you got to figure out how long you're shopping for. So we shop, for, as I mentioned, fortnightly. So what I do on the other side of the notebook is I write down the dates. So the days and the dates. And then I fill in the dates for social events. So for example, this Saturday, we know we're having a family event at our house and I, I know that what we need to provide. So that's I'll write down family event and then on the other side where the ingredients are, I'll write down everything that we are going to need for that meal. Sometimes we have things like going out for dinner. So I'll put that in all those social events. And it's really important as well with kids too that after school, our daughter, I try not to fill her schedule too much, but she does have swimming lessons after school one day a week. And that's that varies, but the cool thing is that I know that we're not going to be home necessarily at a great time, so I need to have something prepared. So usually on those days, I'll make sure that there's a crockpot meal that I would have put on during the day. And crockpots, you would typically think are winter for winter meals, but I've actually done a bit of research and I've found quite a few crockpot meals for summer as well because that's the season we're currently in. So anyway, you write down your social events, anything that's going on, and I fill those dates in and then put the ingredients in on the other side. The next thing you need to do is you need to look at what you've already got on hand. So if you're like me, sometimes I'll be writing things down that I need to buy and then we'll get home, unload, and my husband will be like, we already had two bottles of that. (laughs) It happens all the time. So make sure that you get yourself in the fridge, in the pantry, freezer, particularly the freezer. And I look at what kind of meats that we already have on hand because meats particularly are the most expensive. So figure out what you've already got on hand. So for example, if I had some mince left over that didn't get used because, hey, things happen. You've got to be flexible. I will make sure that one of the meals during the week is going to be a mince meal. So I can use that mince. You've got to use what you've got. I think a lot of us, if you've got those pantries and we've all got that stuff at the back of the pantry and it just goes to waste because we kind of forget about it. So even with pasta, you know, I don't know if your drawers or pantry look like mine, but you know, I've probably got about three or four bags of like half-eaten pasta, get a pasta meal in there. Like that's probably a good way of using it up. And it saves you a bit of moolah too. So the next thing I would do is I would ask the family if there are any requests. Okay, be reasonable people. I'm not making like a five-course meal or anything for dinner. But I often ask my husband or my daughter what they would like. And if it's something that I feel... 
I could totally achieve in cooking because let's be real, myself in the kitchen, like I love my kitchen, I don't like cooking very much. I'm not the greatest cook. I do it because my husband works all day and that's, you know, one way I can pull my weight. But realistically in the season of pregnancy, I get to the end of the day and I'm pretty wasted. So my husband is really awesome in the kitchen. He's really creative. And if he gets home at a reasonable time, he just takes over and tells me to sit down, put my feet up and he cooks for us. And I've got to say that is a huge perk to being pregnant because I love having him in the kitchen and he does a way better job than I do. But it does help him that I have prepped the meals like, or, or we know what we're doing. I've already got the, the meat out to defrost so he already knows what we're going to be having for dinner. So that makes his life a whole lot easier as well. So I write down any meals on the other side of the notebook where I've got my plan on what we're having each day. I think it's really important to note that let's say for Monday I plan spaghetti bolognese. That doesn't mean that on Monday we have spaghetti bolognese. I just write random day. I write the days and then I fill them in with meals. And then when I go through each week, that's when I'll kind of map out, okay, yeah, I really feel we got like at the moment we've got home kill so I've my my freezer is full of meat and I don't want to have like five meat meals in a row so I will disperse those you know work it out that way it works out okay (laughs) the next thing you need to figure out is what's on special so this goes in, in alignment almost with what you already have on hand but what's on special If chicken's on special, okay, yeah, the likelihood is that we're going to be having a few more chicken meals. I try not to buy things that are out of season. Like we do have a meal that had shepherd's pie and in the topping to make it a bit healthier was cauliflower. Yeah, I ain't spending $9 on a cauliflower. So we improvised and just put more potatoes in. Like you just go with it. But just to keep the food budget down because food is pretty, it's getting more and more expensive. So it's a bit depressing actually when you have to pay for everything. Okay, the next thing is I plan one to two meals, uh, get it yourself meals. Get it yourself is pretty much just that, get it yourself. Usually it means like, Our daughter, her favorite food is like spaghetti, canned spaghetti, like boring, but that's what she wants, or noodles, so I make sure I have a few of those on hand, just forget it yourself evenings, I'll usually have like toast and eggs or something, because my husband is the bomb at making fried eggs, I can't do it to save myself, but he can, so he'll make me some eggs, or I don't know, I'll just make sure I have a frozen meal in the freezer, something like that, so one to two nights for the fortnight is get it yourself, because things come up, sometimes you're invited out for dinner randomly, sometimes you've got leftovers from the night before that you're just like, okay, well, we're just going to use that for another meal. These things happen and you've got to be flexible, go with it. So I always factor in one to two meals of get it yourself. Another thing is get creative. I know this is like ironic hearing this from me who hates being in the kitchen, but I try to do 
at least one meal that I haven't cooked before for the fortnight. So that's 14 days. I think I can do one meal. Most of the meals I cook, I know how to cook and I'm fairly comfortable with that and that's what I like. I like meals that I can prepare under 30 minutes that aren't like pages and pages of ingredients. They're really simple, really basic. That's my kind of meal. But sometimes I do like to mix it up a little and a lot of the times it is vegetarian just because that's what I want to do and if I'm the cook that's the way it goes but a lot of the times my husband and daughter who are both avid meat eaters um, do complain a little bit but hey that's just the way it goes. So yeah, I plan in one meal. I mean, if you want to mix it up a little bit, get creative. But I find at the end of the day, if I'm tired and I've already planned out what meal I'm going to be making, if I don't really have a good handle on how I'm going to be making that meal, I am less inclined to want to cook it, maybe do takeaways instead, that kind of thing. So most of the meals I prep for or plan for, I already know how to cook. (laughs) Just being real here. The next thing is you fill in the gaps after that. So by that stage, hopefully you've got a few meals for each day. And then I just fill in the gaps. And most of the time I've got in the back of my head meals that I know how to cook quite well. And yeah, I'll just do a bit of Googling do a bit of research as to, oh, what kind of meal? Like I've got heaps of mints at the moment. What could I do? Hamburger patties, spaghetti bolognese, shepherd's pie, you know the drill. So I'll just do a bit of research as to what kind of meal I can cook with what I have on hand. And that's how I'm going to fill in the gaps. So hopefully every day for the next fortnight has a meal, a dinner attached to it. Then all you have to do is fill in the gaps as well on the other side in the notebook, which is where your ingredients go. So those are things like toiletries, uh, cleaning products, you know, all those other things, or just random baking ingredients. If I need to do some baking for some, you know, lunches or whatever like that, I'll put the ingredients on that side. And then you come to ordering, which is super easy. I have really, really fallen in love with online shopping. That's just where you order your order your shopping online and then you pick it up from, I don't know, there's a proper word for it, but that's where I pick it up from the supermarket. It's so easy. I don't have to put a mask on. I don't have to go inside. I can just rock up, get my groceries, come home, unload them. Super easy. It means that I'm not spending like over an hour walking through the supermarket, which, as I mentioned, is one of my least favorite places to be. And it's just so smooth. But you could be like a friend of mine and she just loves food shopping. She does it by herself. It's therapeutic. No kids around. And she just loves like at the end of the night going where it's quiet and she does her food shopping. That could be what floats your boat, but whatever you do, make sure you obviously order the food. And it's important also to note that with this kind of food shopping, because I shop fortnightly, I am unfortunately going to have to go to the supermarket or sneakily send my husband for me. And that's when he's going to pick up sorry, um, fresh produce and 
other staples like bread and milk and things like that. Because some of these things you can buy, but they're not going to last for two weeks. So that's how we meal plan in this house, in the Smith household. It's pretty stock standard. I find it works out and it's fairly affordable when I've got everything planned. And yeah, it just makes my life a whole lot easier. I've got to say, it's painful doing it initially and it's definitely not one of my favorite tasks to do because, hey, cooking is not my forte. But it's something that I do because it makes life easier for myself. I know that it does. And I know that it's going to give me that little bit of extra time in the evenings, which is when I want to get in the word with my girl and I want to pray with her and be a bit more intentional. Does it mean it happens every night? No, but it definitely gives me a better shot than if I'm going at 4.35 o'clock. I have no idea what I'm cooking for dinner. I have no idea. And it's quite stressful and overwhelming. And if you're not that creative in the kitchen like myself, it could be, you you know, you are just going to go, okay, is it toast for dinner or shall we just get some takeaways because that's all I can muster up at the moment. So I hope that you've been inspired to meal plan or, you know, give it a try. Don't even do it for like two weeks. Try one week and then see how it goes. It may not work for you at all and that's fine. But the whole aim of the game here is to just free up a little bit of time in your day so you can just spend that little bit of extra time loving on your kids and hopefully showing them Jesus in some way. I hope you're blessed by this episode and I would love to hear any feedback that you have to offer. So hit me up at a dash of Deb on Instagram. That's probably where you're going to find me most likely. And yeah, I hope you have an awesome week catch you next time thanks for listening to mama's mission if you liked what you heard please leave a review thanks guys hey mama i can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said it lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at mama's mission so either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on instagram at a dash of deb Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.